Welcome back to Geek Show. Help hey, desks. we're here. Twenty forty twenty four edition. I wish wish we were there. Is this the I second don't. show? Is this I the don't. second show of twenty twenty four? It is. Yeah. Hey, welcome back again. Yeah. Still twenty twenty four. Well, wait, no. This is, is this the first episode? This is the first episode of Help Desk for 2024 I think isn't it What? We no, last we missed week. we missed the Christmas week yeah. not the, not the week of New Year's. Yeah. That, that was the week that regular geek show was off. Mm-hmm. Okay. We get confused. I sneaking Tony. Get I your do show a lot straight, of talking, buddy. you know. All right, this is the Geek Show Help Desk where we talk about tech gadgets and sciencey things, but today, well, today dear listener. Not a lot of news. Uh, it's it's a slow Owen. week, guys. No. Slow week. It's all about CES 2025. I thought that was. I thought that was. I thought that was like not anymore. 2024. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know that was still a thing. I didn't really pay attention to it. Yeah, we I know. It was like when you I jumped it was in like into, the dis, into the Slack and said, "Guys, I don't think we have any stories." For I this said week. gaming stories, and then oh. Tony changed. The, cho- Tony moved the goalposts, and all no, of a sudden, we didn't. We never did. And all of a sudden, have GPUs, you seen our sudden, gaming notes, Owen? Have you seen them? All of a sudden, GPUs are not <laughs> gadgets. Now they're gaming news. They're consoles or some sort of nonsense? I don't, I don't know. know. They're consoles. Plug a monitor into them and just <laughs> leave them on your desk and play a sweet game. You guys. Just like he just compared it right to an Xbox. Ridiculous. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> How would you game on your PC without a, without a uh, GPU? I don't know. Find you can't. a way. You can't. I find a way. There's, thus, there's games. Thus, it is a there's gaming peripheral. Define, it's a define, gaming device. Divine, divine gaming, because solitaire is games, my guy. I don't think that counts. <sighs> hey, Owen, the context that we are is using. Season two of Will of Time, the best season of TV ever? No. Or the second best you season know the, of TV? You know the What's answer. Happening right I'm not, I'm not going to let you trick me, Jaren. Just trying to show gonna... his neckbeard to everyone right now. That's mm. Well, no. I mean, the season two mm. of Wheel of Time is really good, but my favorite thing is everything oh, that George R. R. Martin has written ever since he finished his true. last book. Shut oh, your yeah. I love how he's just focusing on TV now. All he that's does a, that's a great mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to, you know I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to put up with this. I I will. <laughs> I don't have to though. But you will. <laughs> but I will. That's what friends that's what friends are for, you know? That's what mm. So, all right, uh, let's see. We are going to forego emails today because we have so much news to talk about. So we will get so much. to your here's emails. The, here's the thing about CES. Next like, week it's or the week after. It's such a big show. You could spend all day for all four days and still not see everything. We tried well, twice. We are trying to weed through the bad stuff and yeah, only we, present the good stuff. We're trying I'll, to give I'll you the highlights. You what, when I used to go to CES, my favorite part was going to the outskirts, seeing all the strange crap mm-hmm. you can find on the outskirts. See, yeah. Yeah. I want to – I want to – they have apparently a an adult section where the no they do conference. not they no, do not no no they do they, not anymore oh it's, yeah they split they it off it. and it and it's at its own adult entertainment expo you know, Owen, had you gone to CES before you would have known this we, I didn't I couldn't because we, we tried my to get rich you to friends, come two times my rich my rich friends didn't invite me so well oh, do no, you have we other did. friends that are rich because your regular friends us we Dang definitely it. invited you <laughs> uh, that one adjective <laughs> curses uh, all right Sorry, so let's dive on. right in let's dive right in there's a lot to talk about there's some highlights and some lowlights we're going to hit on the lowlights too um 
Let's get some of the lowlights out of the way to start with, actually. Uh, and that would be Intel and AMD CPU announcements. <laughs> what, a, what a turd. They're revolutionary. Oh, my goodness. All they did was talk about how they've introduced or are upping their AI performance on the chips with little NPU clusters built onto the onto the chips themselves. That AMD, was, they announced 8,000 series chips, though. Yeah, and you know what? They're exactly the same as the 7,000 series <laughs> chips with no. additional AI performance They're in the NPU. They're 1,000 better, Tony. They 7, are 7,000, 8,000, they are 1,000 better. AMD so took much. a page out of Intel's playbook right there and, and <laughs> Just, released the same thing with a, with a minor tweak and called it a new generation. But to be fair, to Intel... To be fair. Thank you. Intel did the same thing this year as well with desktop chips. So... They they announced uh, two lines of mobile chips from Intel. You have the uh, 14900HX and uh, HXK, I want to say. Anyway, they're exactly the same besides the i7. They did the same exact thing they did with desktop. The i7 and the i5 are identical with slight frequency bumps. And the i7 just has more efficiency cores. With Didn't slight, Intel just with get on AMD's case for mm-hmm. um, putting out stuff that and like misnaming it to trick yeah. consumers? Yeah, yeah, right. Intel's been doing it for years. You remember when they were stuck on uh, on uh, ten nanometer? No, fourteen nanometer <laughs> for what six years in a row? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it was the pop okay, so when, the kettle black for sure. So when Intel called out AMD, it was more out of, hey, that's what we do. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's hey. our trick. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's like calling in your weed dealer. What yeah, are you going to exactly. call the police on? So, yeah, that was uh, the, the one new thing that they did announce had already been pretty much thoroughly announced, and that would be the um, Meteor Lake stuff. They talked a little bit more about the Meteor Lake stuff. They introduced their Intel Core U line, which is just the new name for their ultra uh, low power mobile processors. Um, One hundred and fifty, the the i seven one hundred and fifty U comes with ten cores, and guess what? You only get two performance cores in there. Two performance Yeek. cores and eight efficiency cores. Wow. Uh, How yeah. many efficiency cores equals a performance core? Is yeah, exactly. A... Nobody really knows. I mean, it's just one of those things that's like, yeah, they're good for it, I promise. And they can be if, if programs are written to utilize it, but Windows still doesn't do it very well. And Stinging Windows. Intel is on its uh, third generation with performance cores and efficiency cores. So hmm. it, do, it does it better than it did at launch. Don't get me wrong, but it's still not great. Uh, so there you go. That was really the Intel announcements and the AMD announcements in a nutshell. They're nice. Not that, not that much different there. And, uh, they're one better. If exactly one better on the number that represents what you're looking at. So when are the true 8,000 series Ryzen processors going to come out? That'll probably be announced at, uh, either the end of this year in the fall or CES next year. Really? That long? It's. I think it's. They don't have to. They I think something. Q. Th- I Q three at the earliest is is what the speculation I've read, or at least what I what I would say. Because they're waiting to waiting to see what Intel drops out. And, I mean, I guess Intel well, just did the same thing. But here's the thing: they still they're still in the lead basically right now mm-hmm. with their desktop stuff. Even after Intel dropped their fourteenth gen stuff, 
right. it still wasn't any better than what AMD had on the market. So they're already sitting in a good spot. They're not. They don't need to be in a right. rush to. They're like, yeah, we don't need to. We don't need. To, we don't no, they can. They can just sit there and tweak the stuff they've already got going. So it's even better when they, when they uh, actually do launch it. Welcome so, to Tweak Town. Tweak Town, baby. All right, uh, we can mark that off the list. We hit the CPU stuff. Uh, let's okay. Let's talk about Apple. They wanted to uh, try and upstage CES with. All yeah. the same news they already gave out, except for a date. <laughs> they they announced that they would uh, talk more about the Vision Pro in early January. And lo and behold, <laughs> they have. It will come out uh, in February, February 2nd. Pre-orders begin January 19th. That's pretty at soon. 8 a.m. Eastern time. Um, and again, it's going to cost $3,500. $3,500. That doesn't, never sounds any better, does it? No, no it doesn't. No. Spec for spec, what does this compare to? Like, what's something, is it, is it, does it have I, a competitor that has, we can compare price to? It has a nice screen. It's OLED. Uh, it's not extremely high refresh. I think it's only 90 hertz, if I remember right. I think, okay. I think 90 is what um, it maxes out at currently. But, but it seems like their software, of course, is going to be good. Yeah. And okay. if, if they draw the developer support, then it could be a, a, a good product, not at thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm will, trying to carve away. How much? No. How much of it is? I always try and carve out. What's the Apple tax? Yeah. on a device. I well, bet you and, there's a lot. This one, the first gen of yeah. a brand new product, there's a ton of Apple tax on this one. Yeah, it exactly. needs to come down in price by at least half. At least, and uh, well, the other thing to mention too is it will have an M2 in it, or or is it an M3? Anyway, an M2, M2. 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 It'll be an M2. So in that aspect, it will be the most powerful standalone headset on the market okay. because the m2 is pretty awesome but for that further that furthers jaren's point that if if developers don't flock to it doesn't matter how powerful your I means your battery life is. will be pretty good too right like, no actually it's pretty bad battery life wow. it's two and a half hours watching Ooh. like a movie so you can okay. get through right? uh, or was it one and a half it's it's not that long it's, I wow. think it's like I think it's two and a half because you can half, get okay. through most movies, but nothing by like Martin Scorsese, yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Which tells me they're doing a lot with or, that M2 chip to do a lot Snyder. of processing power and stuff, right? Um, and speaking of developers, high res. they they are telling their developers not to call their apps AR or VR. Okay, what do you, what do they want? Virtual to call reality them? or augmented reality? They want their developers to call them spatial computing apps. Jesus, uh, so <laughs> they're doing what they do best. They're, they're trying to gaslight the entire industry and saying, yeah. "Oh, hey, we did spatial it's computing." Not yeah. Gaslighting. It's called marketing, Jaren. Hey, guess what? There's That's what a gaslighter razor, would say. Razor thin line. Yeah. There. Where's James right when you need him? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's called yeah. marketing. It's what marketers do. Indeed. You wouldn't get it. You're in. I know that. I know that James's ears are tingling right now. Mm-hmm. You know where James is right now? Speaking of James, yes, CES. Oh, is he really? Yeah, down there for work. Mm, I think he just went for fun. Oh wow, he wouldn't come when we invited him to go what for fun. Yeah, <laughs> pair of donkey balls that guy has. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. You should wow. text him, Tony. Hmm. You're like, hmm, hmm, huh? All right then. Not surprising. Let's move on to something to bring my mood up. That soured my mood. Sorry. You know what always brings my I didn't it didn't really, but you know what always brings my mood up when I'm feeling down? Smoked meats. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. There is a new smoker being debuted by GE. 
is very interesting. GE, you say, they don't do smoking. They do appliances, they though. They do so appliances. That's a, that's a trusted. That's a trusted thing. What the? Yeah, you that? know what? Sounds like you have an appliance that is beeping at us. Oh, it's my son's diabetes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the UPS. Now I feel nope. bad. That one. That one is allowed. Tony, <laughs> come allowed. on. That one's fine. <laughs> don't turn that off. Jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna go check on my son. See if he's okay, Tony. Uh, uh fine. Oh, <laughs> Get hope out you of feel it. guilty now, Tony. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, and s- lame. All right, my, my UPS will go off in about ten minutes, and it'll yeah. all ruin. It'll ruin you'll, all. You'll no, just, just blame it on the diabetes. <laughs> oh, I should have done that for every beginning. time. Thanks. New excuse. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. You gotta be thinking devious, like Jaron is all the time. Mm. All right, so he's shifty, isn't he? Big time. Uh, With those eyes. This is called the. GE Profile I Smart Indoor do Smoker. Have pretty eyes. Thanks, Lando. <laughs> it's getting weird. I said you're um, going to have shifty eyes. No, you said weird. look at those eyes. Shifty. I, they're I shifty. Know what you mean. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, Tony. Go ahead. Guys, I want to know where the smoker because I'm actually in the market done. for a smoker. All right. So this is GE's new tabletop indoor smoker. Indoor tabletop smoker? Indoor appliance. It's roughly the size of a small, one of those small fridges. Tony, okay, okay, Tony. Tony, okay. How do you have a smoker inside? Where does the smoke go? Well, it's all sealed up so that the smoke just stays inside the device. Would that work? Yeah, that would actually... Wouldn't it lose temperature over time? Like, enthalpy is a thing. Nope, because it uses electrical element for heating. Mm-hmm. So it uses an electrical <laughs> element for heating, but it right. has <laughs> crashing. Your, your yeah. face looks like it's having it has a stroke. A, it has yeah. a it has a container for pellets for wood pellets okay. that you put in there, and it smolders those pellets. Okay. but uses an electric, um, yeah, an electric, and doesn't and it doesn't matter. Like it's not a direct heat thing because that's not how smoking works anyway. It's just a heating element in there that keeps. It's like if you smoke hot. Well, yeah, just mm-hmm. like if you put smoke wood chips in your oven, like this is akin to a... Right, so it's just a sealed oven. That's yep. what it's a sealed oven. Exactly. It's a sealed oven. Okay, we got to the bottom of it. My brain works now. It has a... Uh, what are they calling it on here? Um, and uh, the Paragraph smoker... You, it a looks so-called, small, though. Look, well, like I'll get to that. Inside. A so-called active smoker fil- smoke filtration technology that employs a catalyst system to create smoke from wood pellets and combine it with the electrical heating. So you get a heating cleaner element. smoke? You don't get, so, like, the particulates well, from uh, I don't know about that, but mm. the point is is that they, you know, you'll be able to open it um, and not have your smoke alarm go off. I'm betting it's got, ah, a, okay. I'm betting it's got okay. a fan and, a like, a like a, kind of like a catalytic converter is what I'm betting yeah. that removes certain particulates from the air. Catalytic converter? I'm betting it has something similar to that that pulls the smoke out before you open the uh, open the door. But anyway, size wise, it they don't give exact measurements at least in this article, but they have said that it will be able to fit uh, a brisket, three racks of ribs, uh, up to a up to a 16 pound pork butt. Mm. Does that look like that in that picture? Does that look like it holds a brisket? I think like, that. Are they I think talking that about like a? a a portioned brisket? There's no way yeah, to call it. If you take out the top shelf, maybe? Yeah. I'll bet, I you'd have to take out, I'll bet that there's more to it than what you're seeing. I think a third of the front is covered by the that uh, panel for your controls, but I'll bet there's more space behind that panel right. for stuff to sit. But yeah, it's uh, 
I don't think you'll be able to do a 16-pound brisket because no. a 16-pound pork butt is very spherical. Like, yeah. It ta- I it's, can maybe it's see volume that is now. Its volume is in a more confined space, whereas a brisket is, you know, it flops out. It's much longer. It's flatter. Yeah, it's flatter, right? So, like you're you got, a... But you could cut it into two sl- into two sections and probably do, like, the yeah. point on one rack right. and, the, and the flat on the rack underneath. So, <laughs> But joke. Yeah. So very interesting uh, what they said here. Uh, what was some other? Uh, oh, 14 pound pork butt. Sorry, not a 16 pound. They say up to 40 wings at a time. I go for some wings right now. So gotta, that's got to be bigger on the inside. Like, it's, right? a, it's a TARDIS smoker. Yeah, it's, a tar- I mean, it's got a TARDIS going on there. But I'm. Or maybe that picture isn't to scale or something because. I'm very. Scale. I'm very, very curious about this because. Um, Smoking in the winter is not super fun. I it's still cold. do it. I still do it because I love it. But it would be cool to be able to just do it inside if you yeah. had the option. Now it is a little pricey, but if you were to use it as a dedicated smoker, as like your only smoker, it's actually not that crazy. It's it's going to start at a thousand bucks. However, of a, a medium. Medium uh, quality smoker is usually between eight hundred to a thousand bucks. Yeah, really curious. Well, so that's, well, that's for the med- medium this. to high end, not right. not super hot pellet smoker. Anyway, smokers can range anywhere from four hundred bucks up to six thousand dollars. So yeah, well, and this one's curious because it's got the drip pan underneath. You can see, but it also yep. looks like it might just fit under your cabinets in your kitchen, like a normal appliance. Yeah, that's the thing. Right? It's, like it's, it, it looks like be... it's built to be moved off the counter yeah. when you don't need it. So. Yeah. So, or or pushed underneath cabinets if you did want if you had a big enough kitchen that you're like, mm-hmm. that's just my smoker appliance, like a new like a toaster. Yeah. You, yeah, cool. you could definitely build that into a, into a cupboard or something, into a shelf. So I think you could fit a toki a toki a turkey in there. Uh, maybe Does a not small look like one. You could. A small one, right? Like a four, like a, a thirteen chicken. pound, maybe. I bet you could a uh, chicken one for of... sure. Chicken for sure. I'll bet you could fit a twelve pound turkey in there though. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I want to 10, see what, 10 or 12. what how this reviews. I'm That's very what, yeah. curious about I really this. want to see what people think of it. I follow a couple of different smoking channels on uh, YouTube. Because of so course you do. I'm sure that they will uh, review it when it when it comes out. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about uh, another thing that I think is really cool looking. A new laptop RAM standard. This is a long time coming. Yeah. Um, SODIM, which is the current standard that we have for laptops, right. it's been out for quite a while, um, and it's we, we have a new new uh, alternative coming here for for standards called LP Cam Two. Well, it's just called Cam Two. Oh, Cam Two, but the what LP Micron is for low power. What Micron is putting out is called LP Cam Two RAM, yeah. and it it's using LP DDR Five X RAM. Um, but it takes up 64% less space than soda memory uses Gotta 61, 61% less power Gotta and 71% faster in PC Mark 10 essential workloads. That's what you call a win, win, win. Yeah. yeah. Triple win. Uh, so it, it, you don't just slot it in like with sodium, you screw it in, um, which I, I'm fine with cause it, a couple just, screws, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not often you're upgrading RAM, so it's not like you have to. Take, mm-hmm. put it in, seat it in, take it out, and really should help it stay seated better so it doesn't accidentally 
come out like some RAM. Oh, for for laptops, that's better, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Sure. Like that's, you might that's, not, a, that, that's a good thing, I think. You might not drop your laptop, but you might drop the backpack that your laptop is in, and so the laptop doesn't actually get damaged, but it jostles it enough that maybe the RAM comes loose. You know. Yep. And it's better than soldering the RAM onto the the CPU die. Way better. <laughs> Apple. Oh yeah. Uh, and this is the and Asus? this is the new yeah this is the new craze for a bunch of com- computers yep. that I hate it. Razor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Razor. Yeah, it's very consumer unfriendly. Um, like Tony, you just bought a laptop, right? With only sixteen gigs of RAM. Yeah. You're just and gonna pop a- it open, put in new RAM, yep. and. Hundred bucks. I'm going to get a 32 gig kit and slap it in there, and I'll go from I'll double my RAM for a hundred bucks in uh, five minutes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Versus versus if you tried to do that at the build, you'd pay 150 more. You know. Like, easy. You'd be paying easy. 200 plus more just to double that RAM. Yeah. yeah. I wish they you could do that on uh, the gaming handhelds. That'd be so great. Oh, oh that yeah. would be rad for sure. So there you go, new new uh, laptop RAM coming down the pipe, and it looks very promising. I hope that uh, it is adopted quickly and produced en masse so that it comes down in price. And so this is going to be lower power consumption, right? So this yeah. is about extending battery life. This will be cool. Well, and it performs better. It's right. it's a win-win-win. Good, good. Win all yeah. around. Oh, let's see. Uh, we should talk about... The Samsung Sound Frame. Oh, that's that's not the one I want to talk about. But this that, this one's cool too. This Which one do cool you want too. to talk about? I want to talk about the micro LED screens, the okay. transparent ones. No, let's talk about that one after the Sound Frame because the Sound Frame isn't as cool as those. It's true. We'll save. Those I'm for excited the next for this one. because it matches my TV, right? So Samsung's doing this thing where they're making frames, they're doing stuff, right? So they introduced us, or they didn't introduce, they announced at CES they're going to be doing what's called the Samsung sound frame and it's exactly what you think it is it is a speaker built into a frame does uh, it have a screen on it? art what does it have a screen on it no no screen it's 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 it's, it's essentially a bluetooth speaker but it can um link with your your um frame tv like i have right. so you guys actually uh, use this yeah it seems like a companion gadget yeah it's exactly what it is you can also use it for surround sound but it says as it can... well it says it camouflages a modern picture frame that can display art or photography. So you put in your own picture? I you think can, you yeah. put your own picture you, in. Yeah. yeah, you could use it around other pieces of art. It doesn't have to be a frame TV, but other pieces of art. Yeah, unfortunately, no, there's no there's no price um, out yet, but the IKEA frame speaker and the Sonos ones are right around two fifty. Uh, so this is probably going to be right in that same range, I would guess, or yeah, at least for the article guess. A frame subwoofer. Or do you still have to get a regular subwoofer? You still got a regular subwoofer. There's no Samsung frame subwoofer. Mm. Imagine so, but a subwoofer at, in that thing, and it'll vibrate itself off of the nail <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> I'm, right off I'm the wall super or... stoked about this because yeah. my wife won't let me put up my soundbar that we bought because it's ugly. And this fixes that problem. It can give me better speakers for my TV instead of my TV speakers well, have you um, thought that about are not ugly. Not having an ugly soundbar? Yeah, I don't have yeah. one right now. I'm using my TV speakers. It's the worst. Feel, feels like you could have phrased that more nicely. Mm, she knows how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. All right. <laughs> I mean, there, this is no this, secret. This is not untrod territory. Right. I, mean, I, 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 was go, I mean, extending an olive branch for you. Nope. I appreciate it, but no, my soundbar <laughs> is olive not being used at the moment. Fused. All right. So anyway, they're cool. They look cool. They, I mean, who knows what yeah. they sound like yet? 
I, I, I expect I would, they sound pretty okay. Yeah, that's probably a good way to put it. Pretty okay, yeah. Better than your TV speakers, I would assume. Ah, uh, well, yeah. So, All right, now let's talk about TV tech, the micro LED. This is cool. Feels Very like cool. transparent TVs were all the rage this year. Mm. Big so time. This, LG not, showed some off too. Yeah. This is what gets me excited about tech. What the crap is my cat doing? Stupid cat. Sorry. Um, every once in a while, this is what gets me excited. Every once in a while, you see something and you go, that's cool. This is the future. That's something I've never seen before. So, this is the transparent micro LED from Samsung. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's literally a pane of glass that you can see through, but has micro LEDs in it so you, you can have a full display that's hmm. see-through. It literally looks and feels just like the future. This that's sounds cool. so cool from like a futuristic perspective, but like I cannot think of how this would be useful from a consumer perspective. Like, I'm sure companies will love it because they could display ads this, on it. I was going to say, oh, this, absolutely. this, this is, is commercial for. market stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. Huge. But still, like, it's just super cool. Watch the, watch the YouTube video. It gives you a kind of a sense of what it like, feels so, like to actually see it in person. But apparently it's super dope. Now, do you remember the concepts LG was showing off when we went to CES a couple times, Jaren, with the see-through OLEDs? Yeah. the I think Samsung ha- had mm. one too. But uh, the coolest thing that I saw, and it, admittedly it's niche, but it would go really well in uh, in between if you're if you have a great room that is a kitchen as well, you know, a big room that has both. Put it in between yep. those two. Oh yeah, and you'd be able to see into the great room through the TV when you wanted to, or turn it on when you're cooking in the kitchen and, and see everything backwards. I can't wait. No, till... it'd be facing towards the kitchen. It'd be the kitchen TV. Or but maybe it's reversible, Jaren. You can okay. watch it from either side. Well, that's an okay, idea as okay. well. Okay, uh, that, yeah. that, that, that is a good use case. Well, but like I, I said, that's I can't niche, wait till I can't yeah. wait till all, yeah. wait till all it, buildings use this as glass, and then they're all I one to say the exact thing, glass you know, or mirrors. That's pretty much what the L, the uh, Las Vegas sphere is almost. <laughs> right? I mean, oh, that thing's man, wild. Have you seen up close? No. The pixels on that are like the size of a hockey puck. Yeah. They're spread out like every foot. Like they're... Pretty far apart when you get close to that thing. It's sweet looking. Makes sense, yeah. But anyway, this—I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's literally glass with micro LED on it. it I, wonder, so, I wonder how the black levels are on cool. this. That's oh. a good question. It's a joke, guys. There are probably, no black levels. You can see through probably, it. Probably not oh. great. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> anyway, well, this that, is one of those ones. Like I've been following CS stuff, but this is one that stuck out to me. Is like that's cool. Yeah, LG also announced see-through OLED TVs that you can actually buy this time as well. Ooh. Yeah, the T That's series. That's better than the Samsung one. They call it the OLED Signature T, and uh, they are, let's see, 77-inch. I think they come in a 65 as well. Anyway, um, this one does have black levels, though, Jaren, because what? when yeah, when you want to use it, a screen unrolls behind oh, it really that's okay. wild okay. yep <laughs> so that you can't see through it that's kind of funny yeah I, I mean I, it's a simple but genius way to take care of that so yeah once that well once that company comes back with the contact lenses you know that i was that i'm following oh that's um, uh nope <laughs> once they'll be able to you'll be able to have these type of things all the time like any piece of glass becomes your screen you know uh, that it's still not real owen it might it might be we live, <laughs> it in, a, might we, be. We live in a we live in a time of multiverse the time of multiverses tony it's real somewhere that's it's funny. gonna happen 
mm-hmm. at some point in the in the far flung future when yeah. microprocessing and battery tech have caught up with the dreams of mm-hmm. Mad and Men. And when we have and when and when we have the ability to replace eyeballs, that you're going to have some batteries that go rogue. So, but I'm there for that. All right. So yeah, that looks pretty cool, and it's going to be super expensive. Uh, well, actually, not. Oh no no no! I was looking at the wrong price. Yeah, super, super expensive. expensive. Super expensive. Yep. They don't have a price for it. That expensive. If you have to ask, <laughs> you can't afford it. You can't afford it. The last big thing they ro- they rolled out, pun intended, was the LG Roll TV. You remember that? It would unroll and and slide up. I yeah, I remember those. I remember I was, that. I like those. Hundred thousand dollars. Was what that caught cost when it, when it actually launched. So. You know, I'm not saying this will be a hundred thousand dollars, but expect it to be uh, very pricey. I was like, I was like, I'm going to get one of those for my RV. And nope. I'm not putting a hundred thousand dollar TV That's in my worth more my, than your RV. Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> LG also announced new OLED tech. They're calling it Meta 2.0. Yeah, it will bring the brightness up to three thousand nits. Can you believe that? That's a lot of nits. That so. Oh, the the C10 like I have, I think it goes up to 800 nits. Yeah, ours do 800, um, I believe. So like 3,000 nits, that's LCD territory. So yep. combine that brightness with complete black, it, it'll it make for a stunning display for sure. It's brighter than the Samsung QDO LEDs. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy because they, they did some more refinement to the micro lens array technology on those. And... Uh, AI algorithm things in their new chip, they say, you know? Of course. AI, it's the answer for everything. Mm. It is. Everything but. has to have it. It's probably just like a, some standard algorithm that they just called AI. Probably. Now, is that coming out in anything this year, or is that concept right now? I think it's concept. I think it's a concept. Right. Yeah. So, the, But the new micro lens array stuff is debuting in the LG TVs this year uh, with the G series and the M, I want to say, they have a they have a ser- they have a they have a series above the M. M that they, is they M just new? started doing Didn't last year, M. I think. LG M series. Let me see. Um, but it yeah, LG M series. So that's their like tippy top of the line. Tippy top. So, for instance, last year's last year was the first year they started the M series, I believe, and you can get a 97 inch OLED from Best Buy, the M7 or the M3 97 inch. It's only twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh. Only that? Only. Well, compared to a hundred thousand dollar rollout TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, it's budget right there. <laughs> you want to see the the scales of uh, the reverse scales of economy on that, mm. or I should say the. Uh, the issue with uh, making it that big is if you just drop down to the M series, the M three seventy seven inch, that one's forty five hundred bucks. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. That actually sounds affordable. Exactly. It's, when compared to thirty grand, it's twenty inches lot smaller, but still. Sign me up. There you go. So, oh, what else happened? Lots of good stuff. Let's talk about uh, bringing bringing the BlackBerry. No wait, the Palm. No wait, the Nokia experience. Hey, who to crossed the out Palm? Who crossed out Palm? <laughs> this guy right here. Nice, good job, Tony. Oh. <laughs> Palm will make a will make a comeback. I'm telling you, even though they the company sure doesn't they, exist anymore, yeah. they sure won't because their OS is what powers LG TVs now, <laughs> which are awesome TVs. <laughs> they are. They are. 
Anyway, um, a new company uh, called Clicks, started by Mr. Mobile and Crackberry Kevin. Um, Who? YouTube personality. You gotta or be those. Yeah, <laughs> those are influencer names for yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, the the product though looks pretty interesting, and I'm kind of interested in it. Come on. <clears throat> it it is a silicon case for your iPhone, which has a clicky keyboard on the bottom. All uh, it's more Palm style than BlackBerry style, um, like it, they're very round keys rather than like the BlackBerry squarish keys, you know. Um, yeah. but you just slot your phone in there and it becomes a keyboarded iPhone. Yeah, it becomes super long. <laughs> um, it is so very it, long. It plug, plugs directly into the iPhone, so you don't have to worry about Bluetooth. Oh, nice. um, it has pass through charging. Um. Since and, it's not Bluetooth, it won't use hardly any of your battery either. Right, right. So, yeah, there's basically no battery drain on it. it it's backlit, so that'll probably be the most battery drain. Probably yeah. not much, though. Um, but the the only downside is it'll make your phone, like, a foot long, especially Huge. especially if you have the Max. Right. Um, well, yeah, I could see yeah. I can see application for this for, for the disabled community, right? Like, they could do mm. a Braille one. They could do a Braille keyboard. You know, and let people. I wonder if can you do Braille that small? Oh, it's only one letter at a time. So yeah, yeah, you could. That's a good point, Owen. Do some do some stuff because I'm like I don't want a keyboard since you know you don't need this unless you're really you know this serves two disabled communities the people with OCD that really (laughs) you need it that gotta have those cookies and Braille you know like yeah like the visually disabled. I, I loved my Palm Pre, so this is like that the keyboard on it. Is, this is tempting. Is it stirring? I loved. Is I, it loved stirring? I loved. I loved. blasters, my guy. But you know what? We don't get to keep what we love. <laughs> right. Move right. on. Jaron, is this stirring old emotions? In it you, is in it your is. loins. I feel it in my groin loins. Um, <laughs> Gro- groins. Gro- groins. <laughs> this will cost. I think one hundred forty dollars, unless you have. Not- Unless you have the current iPhone 15 Pro Max, then it'll cost like 170, 160, yeah, 160. It's actually okay. not terrible price wise, if you ask me. That's Anything if it's good, if it's good quality, if it's good quality. Yeah. The thing that price. sucks about this is you can only buy it. You have to buy it for every phone you yeah get right. So every time you get a new like phone, a case, you get a new right? case. Yeah, 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 you would. Unless it's no, no. Apple changes the design every year. So every yeah, year, Apple you, changes you the would, size no, just so slightly. I know um, folks. I know folks that spend a hundred plus dollars on a case on, every on time they case, upgrade. Yeah. Looking yeah. at you, Uncle Squinky. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, he buys these baller like titanium frame cases. They're yeah. freaking sweet, but well, they are cool. pricey. Well, um, get one with the keyboard. So two worries with for me that I have on this. One, uh, it's so tall, I've measured, it would stick out of my pocket. <laughs> You've measured, <laughs> of course you have. Um, and then, two, it's mostly made out of silicone, well, and the silicone cases Jer- do not last very long. Jaren, if, if you'd stop wearing girl pants, it wouldn't stick out of your pocket. <laughs> I am a small <laughs> half person. Oh, because it, okay? it got the half pockets for those girl jeans. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know the two why, sections why do you of the say store. It like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> there's two sections of the store. There's the men's and the women's, right? So you need to go to the men's section. And then there's the in-between. That's yeah. where I go. The in-between. The in-between section. <laughs> Not yet, thing. anyway. <laughs> Jaren's in-between. So if, uh, if this wasn't silicon, <laughs> I'd be a lot more tempted to get it because it just it wouldn't last. I hope that it's silicone 
and not silicon. That would be well, hard and sharp. Oh, it feels good. You know, it feels good. You know oh, what I mean. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. <laughs> you like that, Owen? I'm not alone. It's not you this time. It's not me this time. I'm like, sil- I, I know every time I w- say the word silicone or silicon, I'm going to take a beating. There is a 50% chance that I'm going to, that I'm going to take an emotional You're, you're going to, you're going to mess it up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I will be there at your doorstep. You will always have been <laughs> ready and willing to hurt, help me remember. Uh, hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> I observed the video on this thing and it make like, you don't realize how long it makes your phone until you actually see it against someone's hands. It oh, is very real. long. So yeah. what they... Well, what they should have done is only have someone with really big hands to demo it, so it would look smaller <laughs> than it actually. Is. <laughs> yeah. I think so. it'd be okay for just the normal right? iPhone size, but for the yeah. Max, that's pushing it. If yeah, still they, the they, mini, needed, they needed to tap Shaquille O'Neal for this. Like, see, it would look normal look, in his hand, like a tic tac in his hand. <laughs> but um. You, you get all that screen real estate back. The virtual keyboard won't come up while you use this. True. That's and fair. So it's it's but, cool. I want it. Mm, you know what I really it. want? Here's what I want. I want this. Th- I want the same thing, but I want it for when I turn my phone sideways and have it slide out. Like the I slidey know. phones. Ooh, I totally yeah, agree. That's what I want. I just like sidekick. That right? would not work. It'd be. That, it would why be wouldn't so it work, weird. Jared? It would be kludgy. It'd be a big giant rather, kludge bomb. But wouldn't you? Just but like you Jared's rather go Windows th- setup. Wouldn't you rather go? Hey, that's elegant. <laughs> I will take a picture of it right now and make you look at it. That is a I want to see your registry. Bomb. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Jaren, just the other day was that. like, Tony, it's when like you start Alan, when you start Alan Wake two, do you have to re-enable and disable DLSS three every time and then that, restart the game? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, nobody. I will hacky. not reinstall Windows. <laughs> Until it's easy, then I will. Oh, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. It looks cool. Maybe maybe Jaron will get one to review sometime this year. Might be might be neat. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd review one of these if 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 someone... were half price. I totally would. Well, I mean, you get fifty dollars toward it for the thirty fifty. So yeah, it's... let's uh, let's hit him up. I'm let's in. Send him an email. One third. We'll okay, we'll Lando. Do... Lando's going to do it. You're out, Jaron. Sorry, bud. Lando has got dibs. I'm fine with that. Just make sure you get the silicone one, Lando. You don't want the yeah. silicone Should I get the bubblebee one. yellow one for sure? The silicone yeah. one would be more durable, though. Eh, yeah. You should definitely get bumble, bumblebee yellow for sure. Yeah, I think I have to, don't I? Yep. All right. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> there is uh, some more personal gadgetry stuff that uh, I found interesting at CES. This one's kind of off the wall. It's called the Skytid Mask. I don't know where they get these names, but uh, Skytid Silent Mask. And it's basically, it looks like a breathing, like a heavy-duty filtration mask. Well, not quite heavy-duty. It's not that big. But what it does is it basically just deadens your voice. Oh, I need So this. that you can talk. <laughs> talk uh, to, to yourself? Like on the phone. And oh, is, is there Bluetooth built in? Uh, you know, I didn't see if it had Bluetooth built in, but it would be a huge waste if it doesn't have Bluetooth <laughs> microphones in there. Yes, it, a microphone does sit inside the mask. And okay, there we go. It can connect to your phone or laptop via Bluetooth. Yeah, or a so, wire. Can I scream and like make fun of people with this mask? I want to see. That's what I need. The, yeah, no, I need this. I need this. Not for my... quite, because oh. it will reduce sound by twenty-five decibels. So, oh, that's a, not good enough. At a normal speaking 
volume, you would be able to have a conversation and not have anyone listening in on it. So I can't would... be like, hey, go faster, walk faster. Yeah. I need no, this. You can if you speak Don't normally. Don't cut me off, you dumb dumb. I can't do that and yell no. at people. This is no. one of those car. really bizarre gadgets you'd find at an obscure section of CES. I yeah, this. exactly. This is on the fringes. This, the, is on this is a fringe gadget for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently on Kickstarter for two ninety nine, and once wow. they get off Kickstarter and launch officially, they'll be three ninety nine. These are ninja masks. Wow! Like I, imagine yeah, putting a, imagine like, putting a cowl on, and you are even more silent as a ninja. That's that is exactly what it looks like. Actually, yeah. it's like a it's like the bottom half of a ninja mask. And you just put this on there. Like now, they can't even hear my breathing as I sneak cool. up on them. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it looked kind of interesting. Um, might be really good for people that work in large open spaces or short cubicles or things like that. If uh, you know, they talk, they tend to talk loud on the phone. Oh yeah, get them one of these. So you guys you ever called into a call this. center and you hear like thirty people talking uh, in the background? Exactly, <laughs> something like that. It would benefit, I think, quite a bit. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Uh, also, we have um, these new hyper-advanced reading glasses that look like Jordy LaForge's headset, except for the slats. They're the same thickness. They're just these little, you know, go around your your head didn't right he there get, on the didn't front. He get a new, didn't he get a new visor in the, in the uh, Picard? Mm-hmm. He had, his, eye, he he had his eyes fixed, yeah. Oh, that's right. He had his eyeballs fixed. I forgot. But uh, this is very interesting because it's basically a device that has a built-in front-facing time-of-flight sensor that measures the distance of what you're looking at to your face and adjusts the lenses for you so you your eyes can see it better. It works. Wow. It works all the way up to two inches away from from your face what so you use these and you don't have to wear reading glasses uh you just you wear these instead (laughs) you wear these crazy weird glasses instead they won't they won't replace they won't replace prescription that are a hundred times more expensive than reading glasses you can get at the store but it cuts supposedly it cuts down on eye strain completely like or at least greatly right so you can doing all the processing you're doing all the work for your eyes basically And uh, you have a 10-hour battery life with it for uh, three hours of charge via USB-C. It's water-resistant, not waterproof. It is pricey. The pre-order is up right now for 690 bucks, but it's only sold in Japan right now. And this is definitely a, a Japanese-style gadget, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. <clears throat> that you would you would expect to see from that uh, part of the world. But man, I think it looks I think it looks pretty cool. It would work really good for, and I think the guy mentions it in the article, um, working on like miniatures and stuff like that, or painting painting miniatures, working on models. Oh yeah, right. You know things like that. Is it going to zoom in? Nice. And you don't have to have any. You don't have to get it fit with any prescription. It automatically adjusts based on your eyes automatically. Like it does all of it automatically. It's crazy. So crazy. Pretty cool. IPX, IPX3 water resistance. That's not bad. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. We also want to hit on um, OpenAI lying to people, saying that uh, you could definitely use 
AI models yeah. without stealing information yeah. from the I, internet. I don't know if they're lying. They're just they telling believe the truth. It. They they're, be- their truth. They, they believe yeah. it. Exactly. Fully. This is their if, truth. Yeah. If you believe it hard enough, it's not a lie. So yeah. how, what, how's it go? It's not a lie if you believe it. Right. That's the Costanza <laughs> quote. Um, so Open OpenAI said training AI models using publicly available internet materials is fair use, is supported by longstanding and widely accepted precedents. We view this principle as fair to creators, necessary for innovators, and critical for U.S. competitiveness. Um, I, I found this funny because I actually found this on Mastodon, which is a repost of something from Blue Sky. So which Twitter completely from Twitter, completely out of the question here. <laughs> but uh, this guy said, "What's his name?" I need those glasses to read this close. Uh, Lone Start uh, Al, Al Boy, something like that. Anyway, he what? said, what? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> 20 years ago, we were suing teenagers for millions of dollars because they were torrenting a single Metallica album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And now billionaires are demanding the free right to every work in history so that, so that they can resell it. The this law is like, only serves capital. Yeah, for sure. This is like those those lists that you see sometimes pop up that say things that are trashy when you're poor but classy when you're rich. You know, yeah. <laughs> this this is one of those like, things. This is torrenting millions of Metallica albums full stop, like yep, what OpenAI is. is doing. And then yeah. they're charging people to... To utilize the product that yeah. they created based on these things, yeah. yeah. They, well, they're 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 currently involved in a lawsuit, I think, over in the UK, where they they went and they said, "Can you please just allow us to use public works? Like, we don't we don't do so well if we have to use if you force us to use everything that's just in the public domain, it won't be helpful." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, maybe you should have thought about where you're getting your data from before you start right. a company yeah. that you know, requires that kind of data. Because look at all the other big data companies did. Google, Apple, now is that Apple's really starting the data game now. Facebook, Reddit, they all shut down their APIs and they're looking at their own language models now because they hold the rights to that. You sign that away yeah. when you sign up, when you, or, when you sign up to their platform. Or maybe they should think about paying for it. Yeah, yeah, that's not out of the question. <laughs> but look, but I mean, how much are they worth now, OpenAI? Yeah, but look what Reddit did to right. its API calls. Raised them like a, a million percent. There's right? no way that that number is concrete. If they were to approach Reddit and work a deal, I guarantee they'd get better terms. True. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. But still, Reddit wants their money back. Oh, yeah, for they sure. look. They look at what OpenAI did as, yeah. you know, kind of having a thief in the night. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. going to get, we're going to make our money back on this. Yeah. As yeah. much as I love Gen AI and large language models, in my opinion, OpenAI full stop has stolen the works of, tens of tens of thousands of artists out there. Right, yeah. millions. And they've done it yeah. and they they did it to bring OpenAI and large language models to the forefront, which has been super helpful to to society in general. Uh, but they kind of I mean I mean, I we, mean the, we think it will. But has it? Well, I think I think it's it started all the regulation. It started the thoughts. Like all, companies all made big jumps towards it, and they didn't know how useful it was before. And how how much people? Just, I mean, it should always been known how much people just want to tell their computer what to do instead of actually, yeah, you know, figure well, it out. But. And it's still way early days mm-hmm. in this in this technology. So I see I see OpenAI as being a a bridge, you know, well, foundation. But I don't know that they can s- sustain. Speaking of which, um, Lando has an article here about the New York Times suing OpenAI and Microsoft. Did you not read this? This was a save for next week. I've not Where does it say Oh, that? I think this is that lawsuit I was talking about. Is this not the... Oh, no. 
Yeah, so this, no, is, this, this is a is, different one. I can fumble my way through this, guys. It's fine. If Owen can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Bam! I didn't put got that him on the notes. Can <laughs> Owen do it though? I can. Try. Oh, double got him. I just, I just, <laughs> just like I'm about to, guys. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually pretty interesting. Wait a I'm gonna, second. I, I found this a couple weeks ago. So this one's not the most timely article in the world, but that's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the New York <laughs> Wait, Times is suing OpenAI for copyright infringement. Right. So this is. I think a lot of, I'm, I'm going to say this without knowing for sure, so you guys are going to roast me, I'm sure. But I think I want to say that this is the only like real lawsuit that's come against OpenAI for using copyrighted material and tra- kind of train on copyrighted material. In the I may US. be wrong on that, but this is the only one I know of, and it's a big deal because it's the New York, New York Times. They're actually going to do big it. Name. Yeah. Yep. Um. Again, I did not have time to prep for this. I was going to save it for next week so I could prep. I know. I mean, I understand what happened. Yeah. They, they're they're accusing OpenAI of taking word for word their articles and regurgitating them to people, and um, OpenAI and you know, and that's going to be the whole case is like basically they went to OpenAI. OpenAI literally just went and took the article and re. I mean, just said it was from it. You know how OpenAI is supposed to tweak things, change things, like put in its, its own not words, suppo- it's, Yeah, it's not supposed to just plagiarize full full across and they said that uh new york's new their their cases that their the new york times cases that open ai did that open open ai has come back and said well show us the prompt you did right show yep. us how you got that result because open ai shouldn't be able to do that and so for it to do that you must have asked it to and the New York Times has not submitted, nor are they willing to so give the other, their, their The other part prompts. of this um, mm. lawsuit is that um, the New York Times is, is, is claiming that AI models threaten high-quality journalism by mm-hmm. hurting their ability to protect and monetize their content as well, right, because they're doing those things. Um, the New York Times has since blocked the open AI web crawler from, from you know, taking their stuff. Or at yeah. least, I shouldn't say, I don't know. I was thinking about your conversation earlier and Jaron's point about taking their stuff, right? If they take it and use it wholesale, that's one thing. But they take it and train on it and create AI no. from it, that's a different thing. Baloney. Deals. That is, that is, you that don't is, think so? That is almost the same thing. That is the, that is the exact right reason why when, when you're in college and you have to write research papers, you got to have a very thorough bibliography of where all your facts came from. Because you have to yeah, be able. Yeah, but you're not. You're not. It's art, and, though. And, and in this no. case, in this case, no. in this case, it's not just credit; it's money. Right. You. But you, like they, an artist, they should have like to the, pay I get the money. I get the money. They should have to thing. pay for the information they took well, like, from well, like, these websites. No, because using it in the same way the, you use it in a research paper, Tony. Like I'm not trying to like. No, I'm just saying. It, replace. It's even worse because they're trying to sell it on the exactly open replace replace well, they, credit. They're with, not selling. I mean, if they use their content wholesale, word for word, yes. No, they they are selling train- it though. Right, subscriptions. They're, they're selling well, like the, they're, the training and the probabilities well, and, and and it's I don't the know, same it's, the same there's, idea. There's some nuance there that I'm not completely. So, with. what if you ask it to write me a short story in the style of Stephen King? Obviously, so, don't you do think that, that's problematic? To what do if that, I wrote a, has a to... story in the style of Stephen King? Yeah, right. right? Exactly. If, how is that different from what I could do? That's the point. Artistic. So one of the things that if nobody, I drew I mean, a painting in the style of art, Picasso, I'm not Picasso, I'm, but if I'm going to say, say here's the difference. The difference is the amount of effort it requires to do it. For you to do that, you would have to consume all of Stephen King's, or at least a, a large quantity of Stephen King's writing, 
to get what his style is and then create a story similar to that. Whereas with AI, the user just has to say, write me a story like Stephen King. Look at, look at voice actors that like, look at the new Rick and Morty. Like they were like, we need another, we need another Rick. Right. Yeah. Like, and and they just found a guy, they found a guy, they just found a guy that can do a really good impersonation. Artists that create art, they don't have to pay the, the estate of Picasso because they trained in Picasso. Like they, they don't have to like, that's where the, that's the, where the conflict and that's where all those lawsuits are coming from is how original does art have to be when most all, all art is borrowed anyway. Yeah. All art stolen anyhow. And that's what, that's what has to be defined by the, you know, well, I think that's what makes this, this New York times case such a big deal, right? This is going to be one of the first, the first like real open or the first like real, Oh, I'm not open. There's AI in general lawsuits. That's going to set precedent. And this one will, because it's, it's different because this one is dealing with facts. This one is stating that the open AI did not create something. OpenAI took their fact-based journalism and regurgitated it directly to somebody else, and they had to pay for that, right? And that's what the New York Times desperately doesn't want an app in Windows like Copilot to start going to their site, pulling news stories down for you, and just giving you New York Times on your desktop for free. Yeah, right? oh, like that's, yeah. That's oh yeah, what, that's that's a whole thing. That's right? what that's they don't. Not that's cool. what they don't want. And there's no art. But not, they, I guess there's not as much art they, in New York Times article as there is well, in like. And New York Times doesn't even want ChatGPT to pull it down and reword it into no. its own thing. And I, and I think know? that the and I and I'm annoyed a little bit just because they can stop it. They just did. They stopped the web crawler. Now the problem with that is is that OpenAI is. OpenAI is piggybacking off of a technology that also makes them accessible, right? That's the same web crawler technology that Google does to return results to your Google search result. And so if they shut off that web crawler ability, they also block Google from displaying your results in a Google search, which handicaps them mightily when people want to go find an article, right? Or if they want to do sponsored articles or mm-hmm. ad generating revenue. So I get where they're coming from, but I also get where you could just turn off the ability to to let the web crawler in, but that's not very fair, I guess, right now. Well, so anyway. it would it would it would end it would end up being kind of like encryption keys. You right, you would yeah. you would encrypt all your web crawl all all ability to web have content. your site web crawled and then you would hand a key to Google and say, you can still use it. Right. Which Google doesn't, which I can't see Google wanting that either. Right. They don't, because now the Wall Street Journal can, I guess, I guess it's the other way. I was going to say Google needs Wall Street Journal. So people come to Google. Right. But Wall Street Journal, I think needs Google more. Yeah, exactly. It's It's a symbiotic relationship. Google, but I think Google being the bigger player will be like, well, you'll pay to have us display your results then because we have to. I don't, I don't think, think so, so because Google so. Google wants them to be in their results too, right? Exactly. Right. Google right. wants good results so they can put ads on the page and right. charge for that. So. Right. Interesting stuff. There's still a lot of gray area and a lot of stuff that's going to have to be defined with generative AI in, yeah. in years to come. I think so. OpenAI is going to be the whipping child for this. Like, Oh, it's the it poster board. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, 100%. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. Interesting stuff. And uh, we'll have more CES coverage next week because uh, it's only Tuesday and CES runs for the rest of the week. So expect 
more fun stuff like that. Before we head out, though, big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadgetspot. Thank you so much for your support in the past and currently. And if you decided you wanted to donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout out right now that Jaron has for us. Thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Kisa, and Wiffleball Tony, our ultra special tech daddies. Thank you. Si se puede. Thanks, Lambo. Andy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Be the eight year old. Travis mm. Johnson by Geek Show Arcade Help Desk Stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills. Jeremy, no name, no color. Kesslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred, minus five. Um, I think you added that. No, I did not. That is there, I promise. I, Matt. Mm. Uh oh. I'll send a screenshot if you'd like. Uh-oh. Matt Nelson, yes, Mr. Hand, and Mr. Spicoli in 2024. Aloha, it's our time. Josh D., Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, there's no place like G28X0Y0Z0, Ryan M., and Adam Hecht. Thank you, guys. All Thank right. You. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Until next time, Lando, take us out. Hey, if you've already tried to reboot, try it again, and then again, and again. Be an end user.